What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie and or TV show of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by Sir Nicholas Ziegler. Good afternoon or morning or whatever it is right now. It's uh, I'm starting to get back onto the day shift, so it's it's morning to me now. I, I can I can happily say that. <laughs> this week we are continuing our review series of The Last of Us. Episode five dropped a couple days earlier due to the due to the Super Bowl, and I was perfectly okay with that because I watched this over the Super Bowl. So I wouldn't really matter to me if they had dropped it on Sunday, but I see why they did it. And uh, I was definitely okay with watching this episode earlier than normal. But we are reviewing episode five, Endure and Survive. Uh, if you have not caught up to this point in the series or on our podcast, then I recommend you go back and, well, watch those episodes and or listen to the uh, reviews that we've already done, just so you can be kind of up to speed on on what's new from the game to the TV show and uh, our thoughts, opinions. We will be spoiling anything and everything through the episode number five and before it. We will not be talking about any spoilers past episode five, so no game spoilers, nothing like that. And good news is Nick has never played the game, so he can't spoil shit. I can, though, and uh, I promise you I will not do such a thing. I will ask questions that may try to spoil the future, but... And I will plead the fifth. (laughs) But yes, episode five. Let's go ahead and jump into this because, oh boy, oh boy. Let me tell you, I have a lot to say about this episode and none of it is bad. None of it is bad, guys. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that right now. So let's just go ahead and do it. Patreon.com slash two game. Y'all know the drill. Go there if you want to support us. Episode five, Endure and Survive. Henry and Sam make a tentative truce with Joel and Ellie. Joel wants to part ways, but Henry proposes they escape the city together using underground tunnel routes that only Henry knows. Joel hesitantly agrees. Henry confesses to Joel he was responsible for the death of Kathleen's brother, turning him over to Fedra in exchange for medication for Sam's leukemia. By the way, Sam is not only not blind, he is deaf in this episode, as well as leukemia, also in a zombie apocalypse. Dude, you want to talk about you just have fucking bad luck in life? Poor kid. Yeah, for real. After escaping through the tunnels, the group is attacked by a sniper from an upper story window. Joel sneaks up and kills him, but finds out he was radioing Kathleen, who arrives with her militia. Kathleen has Henry in her sights, but before she can shoot a multitude of infected emerge from underground, including a large bloater that beheads Perry and a child clicker that infects Kathleen. After the group escapes to a motel, Sam shows Ellie he was bitten on the leg. The next morning, Sam is infected and attacks Ellie. Henry is forced to kill him, but then shoots himself. Joel and Ellie bury them and set off on foot, heading west. So I'll let you do the honors first, sir. Uh... Well, uh, I mean, shit, my reaction in the Discord Friday night, I think, says it enough. So y'all need to get on that Discord. Um, but yeah, man, that that episode ender, I was just like, what the fuck, man? Like you were talking about how Sam and Henry were going to be like the only two characters that you anticipated joining the cast. 
And here again, this show got me where I was expecting them to ride out through the finale or at least close to not have one episode. And it just end like that. Like, shit, man, that was intense. So, what's so funny is like I can I can kind of picture like I think I don't know if it's weird or not. But after I finished the episode, I'm like, I wonder if Nick like ever knew anything that was going to happen. And I mean, we all know the ones that played the games, so it, it's super interesting to have that perspective from someone that hasn't played the games. I absolutely fucking loved this episode. This is my favorite episode of the series so far, uh, slightly above episode two, and it's mainly because I I love the characters of Sam and Henry in this episode more so than I did with Tess in episode two. Episode two does have the uh, the clicker scene which was fucking fantastic but what episode two doesn't have is the ending of this episode where it essentially becomes world war z up in that bitch dude when the ground sunk beneath or that that car that that truck sunk into the ground and then all the infected just climbed out of it and it legitimately looked like world war z have you seen that movie right yeah it's been a while but yeah where it's the fast, fast walking, you know, speed running, uh, fucking infected. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, holy shit, dude. By the way, that never happened in the game. Because <laughs> <laughs> if that happened in the game, dude, I would have shit my fucking pants. <laughs> but yes, there's, there's little tidbits that they changed uh, here and there. This is not like, I would say, back to form where everything was a one-to-one copy where it was kind of like last week's episode. They definitely changed a a bunch of things throughout this little story, especially with Sam and Henry. But yeah, earlier I had mentioned that I was curious how they were going to handle Sam and Henry's story because of how they handled Bill and Frank's. And I I thought they handled this perfectly. This is what they should have done with Bill and Frank's story. They should have limited it to about 15 minutes at the very beginning of the episode and then brought Joel and Ellie in on that and then proceeded with the rest of the episode. Uh, I thought they did it masterfully in this episode. Honestly, this is one of my favorite episodes of TV that I have seen in a very, very, very long time. No, it was this was a great episode, man. I loved every second of it. There was there was no point in it. Okay, I'll take it back. There's one thing that I'm just like, brah, this is a zombie TV show with no zombies. And, and like, they're in the tunnel. They're like, yeah, no, they they eradicated all the zombies. Well, maybe. There might be one or two left in there. And then they just go through the tunnel and there's no zombies, no nothing. I'm like, come on, man, make this intense. Like, how are we not going to have zombies in this show? And then it wrapped it up at the very end. Like, ah, okay, there they are. But <laughs> They're in the tunnel. They're just not in that tunnel. <laughs> So I want to go over some of the differences between the game and the show to kind of catch you up, sir. All right. So in the game, Sam is not deaf. Uh, he actually talks in the other game and there's no issues with sign language, nothing like that. They changed that specifically for the show. And if you listen to the Last of Us podcast where Craig Mazin and uh, Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann are on there talking about the episodes, they made that a conscious choice because of the father-child relationship between Joel and Ellie. 
They didn't want to kind of double that with Sam and Henry. So they wanted to make there a little bit of a difference there. So they made him deaf instead. And they also wanted the representation there as well. So that is a big difference. The other one is Henry is not involved with Fedra with uh, with the game. So the whole reason that the people are after him and the game is completely different than what they're after for him in the show. There's no Kathleen in, in the video game. So all of that is brand new stuff. There's no, no Perry from what I can remember. Uh, the bloater comes a lot sooner. That actually shows up in the bill portion of the game. Dude, what did you think about when that fucking bloater came out of the fucking hole? Shout out. <laughs> uh, no, that thing was uh, eerie as fuck. It kind of reminded me of, I mean, did you ever play the Halo series? No. No? Okay. Well, they have these things in Halo that are just big bloated disgustingness that you have to take down, and then they explode, and then all these crawlers chase after you from the inside of that thing. So when it first walked out, that's what I thought. I mean, you know, that's kind of the same memory I had. Dude, the last portion of this episode, I was working with Christian, and uh, I was watching this. He was watching episode two. Vastly different episodes, by the or he was watching episode three, excuse me, the one with Bill and Frank. Vastly different episodes, vastly. <laughs> and you, I wish you could hear the contrast, the stark contrast of what he was saying versus what I was saying <laughs> in our episodes. So we get to this little portion, and the the truck falls down to the hole. All the zombies come out. And my reaction was, holy fuck, you done fucked up, Aaron. Like that, that, that kind of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's so many of them. God, this would suck to play that in the game. And then the fucking bloater comes out. And my immediate reaction is, oh, dude, boss battle. Because, <laughs> I mean, that, that is a kind of a boss battle in the game. And he doesn't really do much in the episode, which is kind of unfortunate. So I'm hoping... They kind of bring the bloater back for for a future episode. I mean, they show up several more times in the game. So that's not really a spoiler. That's just a common enemy. It's just the first time he shows up, it's it's kind of like a boss battle. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they kind of play with that a little bit more in the series. And as far as the other enemies, the the child clicker, um, I got to say that was fucking creepy. It was fucking it creepy was. for sure. Yeah, no, the way she was moving in the back of that car, or the, the back of the truck, whenever Ellie was hiding inside of there and just kind of flipping and crawling and doing some exorcist type movements. Yes. I was like, fuck that. Shoot that bitch. <laughs> shoot that bitch. <laughs> and Joel over here can't shoot worth dick. Shoot that bitch. <laughs> well, you want to talk about the, the, the sniper hanging out in the clock tower, pretty much. The dude was the worst shot ever. He was. He was. He didn't hit anything. I don't think he. I don't think he even hit the ground ever. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing I'll say about the scene with with the uh, the clicker calling through the car is I, I loved how you're like, oh fuck, man, how she how she how the fuck is she gonna get out of this situation? Is Joel gonna Joel gonna cap the the clicker from way up there? No, she just opens the door and gets out. I was like, right. bruh, really? <laughs> All right. I mean, I let it slide. I mean, that that kind of played with your expectations a little bit. So I'll, I'll give them a little bit of credit for that. But come on, I feel a little bamboozled with it just a little bit. 
that she literally just opened the door and got out. But yeah, man, overall, I thought the episode was just, was just utterly fantastic. Uh, I do love how so far in the series we're getting like little tidbits of what the of what the overall world, either past or present, is going on. You know, we got the uh, the flower shit in Indonesia at the very beginning of episode two. Obviously, we got the little tidbits of how the the world ex- kind of exploded into episode one, and then uh, we also got a little bit of that shit in episode three, if I'm not mistaken, before Frank and Bill met. And then we get the little bit of tidbits of them walking through episode four and driving through the city and whatnot and just seeing how the world has changed. And then now we get this where it's utter chaos with them taking over Fedra, you know, rioting, resisting, what have you. So I do love those little tidbits kind of thrown into each episode. Just kind of, it adds a little bit more depth to to the overall series, to the overall world, adds that lore, which uh, I I think was was drastically needed for this for this property for this franchise. No, no, it's yeah, and I'm, I'm liking how it, like you said, they're sprinkling it in. It's not like. You just have one dedicated episode to just tell you everything. It's just you kind of got to pick up on it as as they're going through it. Agreed. And, and that's why I, I kind of like this better, how they handled this over episode three with Bill and Frank. If they would just spent 15, 20 minutes max on that relationship, I, th- I think that episode could have been fucking good, great, honestly. And... You could sit here and say, okay, what if they devoted an entire episode to to Henry and Sam? Okay, they could have, but did they need to? I mean, they spent, I think it was right at 17 minutes was how long they spent on them, according to my notes. And then they brought in Joel and Ellie into the mix. In those 17 minutes, they do enough to make you care for Sam and Henry and what they're kind of going through and make you... I guess relate to those characters and sympathize with them in a way that makes you care for them in just a short amount of time. So we don't need an entire episode devoted to two characters that me personally, I knew was going to die when they showed up. Same thing with, with Bill and Frank, you know, they're going to die when it's all said and done. So why are we, we don't need to be spending too much time on these care on these characters that are not going to have a, I guess a profound effect on the main characters. But I, I think I, I think the biggest issue with these two episodes, and I don't want to keep bringing up episode three and trashing that episode because I mean it is a good episode overall, it's just not my favorite. Is is this, and that is they explored those relationships with Bill and Frank because it supposedly had a huge effect on Ellie and Joel. And it kind of did, you know, know, Bill says at the very end that Joel needs to find something to protect in this world. Look, we didn't need 45 minutes to, to have that arc, you know, and same thing with this episode. I, I think, I think at the end of it, Ellie is more hardened because she, I don't know if you noticed this, but they had a, flip-flop of personalities at the very end of this episode 
And that is, you know, Ellie's usually the more compassionate one when it comes to things like this, you know, hey, let's stop for them, uh, you know, help them and whatnot. And Joel's always like, nah, fuck them motherfuckers, let's go. You know, Joel's sitting back, he's burying the bodies, and he's kind of just taking time, just kind of thinking about what the fuck happened, you know? And Ellie's just like, nah, bro, let's let's go, man. Let's go west. We got shit we got to go. Oh, yeah. And it was the, the entire episode was just her being like a big sister, more or less, to this little kid. And then all of a sudden, that kid's just gone right in front of her eyes. You know that fucked her up hard. She's she's totally had to wall herself off now. Like that was rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm curious to know where they take from the end of this episode into episode six. Where they go with her character? Are they going to go like super dark? Are they just going to follow? Are they just going to continue to stick closely to the games? What they're going to do? I'm I'm very very curious about. Very curious. Yeah. And then, man, the fact that like Sam pulls his his pants up and shows her the little bite mark that she has, she's like, "No, it's cool, man. Look, I got I got magic blood. Let me just cut my hand. I'm gonna smear it on you. You'd be good to go. Like no big deal." And just to show that her blood ain't as magical as she thinks she is. Yeah, that you know <laughs> what what you're being fed right now that you're the savior of humanity and you just utterly failed upright. I mean, that 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 had to be a crushing blow. Everything about that. I, I'm curious to see if she stays this hardened, just flat effect person, or if she kind of childs back up a little bit in the upcoming episodes. Like I think next episode, she's going to be pretty hard. I mean, I I don't I don't know what happens, so I'm just guessing she's going to be pretty hard for the next episode or two. Something's going to have to happen to lighten her up a little bit, though. I am going to plead the fifth on everything that you just said <laughs> because I know the answers and I can't say anything or lead you in a direction. And if I do, it it'd just be a spoiler, huge spoiler, but just know you need to keep those thoughts in your head for the remainder of, of the series, especially season one, because th- th- those questions will be raised again. So just, just throw that little tidbit out there to you. I do like Joel is definitely softening up a lot between his relationship with Ellie and then him teaming up with Henry and Sam and, you know, we're just getting out the city and then you go your separate way to, you know what, man, this has actually been really good for everybody. Y'all come with us. You know, we will find salvation somewhere. You know, just completely changing who he is from taking care of just me to now I'm going to bring on a whole new group. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, I kind of pointed that out in my notes as well, that that, you know, we mentioned it back in the last episode that armors kind of get stripped away. He's starting to feel more relatable as a character, more humanity is being given to him. And then, yeah, we've had multiple episodes where he has said, no, we're not fucking stopping them. It's it's either us or them. And he just fucking continues forward. And now he's all of a sudden he's like, I mean, bro, let's let's fucking party it up, dude. Look, come on with us. But back to your original point of Sam's blood, that whole situation doesn't happen in the game. So in the game, uh, Henry knows about Sam. 
and they go sleep in a different, I think they sleep in a different bedroom, just like the TV show. But what what is it? I, I can't remember exactly. Uh, but Ellie doesn't know about Sam being bitten. And okay. then she tries waking him up or something like that, kind of like similar to what happened. And then that's when it happens. That's when he attacks them. So it's just, it's slightly different uh, from the show to the, to the game. Um, when it originally happens in the game, you're like, Oh fuck man. But what I really liked about this particular scene is from a guy that kind of knew what was going to happen. I don't know if you kind of caught on to, I mean, maybe if the blood would work or not. I don't, I don't know what you thought about, like what you predicted to happen. But as someone that had played the game and kind of knew where that scene was going, I, I thought they did it very, very well. And I thought it does enhance, it does enhance the, the game a little bit and in, in how they did it this way. I think I might like this way better just because, you know, you do have that relationship between Sam and Ellie. And, you know, they have that close, almost kind of like a sibling relationship, kind of like what you alluded to a second ago. And she knows she's trying her best. And then she turns around and he's, he's infected and he tries killing her. And what I loved about that scene was the acting from the guy that played Henry because he, he points the gun at, at Joel, like, don't you fucking touch him. Don't you fucking kill him. And then it was almost kind of like he didn't even compute what he was about to do. It was like almost kind of like muscle memory almost. It, It was weird. And I liked it. It's it's like he didn't intend to kill his brother. He just shot it and his brother's dead. Oh, yeah. There was like no no second for him to sit there and contemplate what he was going to do. It was just don't do it. Don't do it. Pop. Yep. And then after he realized what he had done, it's like, oh, fuck. And then he just shoots himself. I'm like, oh, dude, that fucking great, great scene. No, nah, you know, child actors typically aren't the best things about shows, but Man, they did a great job. I mean, that, they they were phenomenal actors for this episode. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they've done a pretty good job with all the actors so far. Kathleen is the only one that I'm kind of iffy on. It's like at times I really think she's like doing like her acting is really great, really great. Then at other times I'm like, I'm I'm kind of confused about what her character is like what's her motivation like is she this motherly strong leader type or is she just this ruthless fucking person i i I don't know sometimes it like the first episode that she was in she came across as oh i'm this i'm this woman leader i'm i'm gonna be i'm gonna be using those attributes of a woman and being you know kind of like wearing it proudly you know and I thought that's what they were kind of going for. But now they kind of resort back to her just being ruthless and not really giving a shit about anything else. But then there's like another scene where she's kind of going back to that motherly aspect of her personality. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what they intended. I, I don't know. Did you feel the same way? Yeah, no, she did throw me off the entire time she was in the show. And I couldn't, I couldn't determine that it was just not knowing what her role was in the show, like you said, or if it was because she used to be the psycho stalker in uh, Two and a Half Men and just her as an actor was throwing me off. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so she's the only one that I've been kind of iffy on so far. Tess in the first episode, I didn't really care for. But as I mentioned in my episode two review, I she really, really grew on me, not only as an actress, but as a character in that episode. So I, I don't know. The, for the most part, the entire series has been pretty good about, about the casting choices that they've made. I'd like to see some more. I mean, obviously not relevant, but I'd like to see some more of Tess and like flashbacks to try and see Joel's relationship with Tess develop. Because, you know, they were like, yeah, we work together. And then it's, oh, it's kind of a romantic relationship entanglement thing. But there's not enough of that to in the show so far to really show how Joel eventually made her family to him. Mm-hmm. And I think I think there needs to be some of that to make that loss in episode two feel a little bit more of a loss right now. Because right now, like, I'm not, you know, it's whatever. She died and I wasn't totally wrapped up in her. I'd like to see more of that development and flashbacks and whatever else just to so that way I can go back and see episode two and go, damn, that fucking sucks. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I think. I think she got almost what an episode and a half of character development, whereas like Sam and Henry only got just an episode pretty much of development. And the deaths of both of them, I think affected me more. Like I was like, Oh damn, dude, that still hurts. Even though I kind of knew what was going to happen. It hurt more to me. And I cared more for those two characters rather than I cared for Tess, who we got a lot more time with. So I'd be I'd be down for exploring that relationship, maybe like you know retroactively making that scene better. Uh, so some of the other things that I just want to mention about the about the episode, uh, I thought some of the Henry and Joel stuff where where they explain why Kathleen's after him, I thought I thought it made Henry very relatable, very uh, sympathetic with it being with the reason being because of Sam. And then it brings in Kathleen, you know, he turned over her brother and it kind of made all that kind of make sense for why they're after him. It's not just a, Oh, okay. They stole something from us. So now we're just going to go kill them or, you know, some stupid apocalyptic bullshit like that. Was that what happened in the game? Uh, no, I honestly, I don't 100% remember. I know that Sam and Henry, were were uh they were like passerbys if I'm not mistaken, and then Joel and Ellie are the ones that really fucked up the the people, and they got pissed off about them, and I think they were just in the crossfire if I'm not mistaken, and Sam and Henry helped them escape. I I could be wrong about that though. All right. Well, then I definitely I mean, if, it, if that's kind of how it went down in the game, then I really like how they've introduced them into the into the series then, because that was that was good storytelling right there. I mean, and then going into even Henry having that conversation with Joel, like, what would you have done? Would you have sacrificed some innocent person just to save your own family? And and that also would have made Joel relate a lot more because Joel's all about family. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, man, I, I absolutely fucking love this episode. I thought it was the best episode so far. I gave it a 10 out of 10. 
I was going to see if it was going to be a unicorn for you. Oh, it was a, it was a unicorn, sir. Yeah. No, no. Right there with you. I was going back and forth nine, five or 10. And I'm like, man, there's really, aside from nothing being in the tunnels that this is a, this is a 10. I mean, and I even like the, the, the tunnels, how, you know, there was a whole different, um, colony, I guess you could say under the tunnels, just living it out. And you, yes. where did they go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we need answers. But yeah, man, I, I thought it was, I, I honestly can't find anything about this episode that I just absolutely disliked. I think the, some of the stuff with Kathleen was probably my least favorite, but I, I thought all that kind of just quote unquote enhanced her character a little bit more, whether it was negative or, or positive in a, in a positive manner. Um, I, I do like some of the stuff that they did with her with the, uh, you know, when they had all the, the group of people there and she was like, fucking kill them. And they were like, oh, no, 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 no. I know shit, man. And I, I liked those scenes. And yeah, it was just, just everything about this episode was was perfect to me. I, I honestly wasn't expecting. I, I thought they were going to stretch this out two episodes for some reason. I don't know why I thought that. But when I saw the runtime, I was like, oh, fuck, no, they're going to handle it all in this episode. And I'm, I'm okay with that. And I just, I wasn't expecting, I guess, the clusterfuck of shit to happen at the end of this episode. Oh, no. And that was like the best way to kill her off. Yes. Oh. Yes. Put her down. Put her down. I, I, I'm curious to know. Most hated characters... Of all time. I mean, she's not up there with like Joffrey and uh, what was the other guy's name in Game of Thrones? The the mutilator dude? The the mountain? No, no. The one that the one that tortured Theo. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, can't think of his fucking name. Fuck. Yes, that guy. That guy. Uh, you know, those are two of the e- like easily the two of the best villains of all time. Little uh, fingers I, up there too. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't put her anywhere in near those categories, but in terms of just characters that you just fucking hated, and when you saw them die, you're like, yes, she fit that mold. Oh yeah, because there was at no point in this entire run with her that I would at ever sympathized with her. No, no, not at all. And like they they tried, but I'm like, nah, man. Uh, you, you ain't you ain't catching me. You, you're not getting me with these with these. Yeah, things. like I don't care that he killed your brother to save his brother. Like I sympathize with Henry on this one. Like save the little kid. Fuck your brother. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you know this. I, I learned something new listening to that Last of Us podcast, and that was: Did you know there are two different American Sign Language? I did not. There's actually the ASL and then the B A S L Black American Sign Language. I didn't know that. I did not know that either. I, I knew there was I... different sign languages for around the world that it wasn't, you know, just one language, but I did not know that there were two American sign languages. Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, is that that that's a real thing? I was today years old. Right. Did you did you watch the uh the recap at the end of this one? Like I told uh, you to? Fuck no, because I ended up getting a call like not after not long after I finished the episode and I never went back to it. Okay. Because they were talking about uh, how they brought um, the actor who played Sam on set 
after they had decided that they were going to truly, you know, make make him a uh, a deaf character, and how the whole set was just completely inclusive to him, and everybody on set like started learning sign language so they could communicate with him. They had his mom on set for everything. Uh, the guy who played Henry, they put him through sign classes so that way he knew how to sign to make it flow a lot more and not look so forced. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they went all out just for one episode. Hey, that's the way you got to do it. Because, I mean, when they do like medical shit on like TV shows and they fuck it up, I'm like, dude, fuck you, man. Like, that's just me out of it. Well, so, and I'm the glad. annoying part is, is they always have a medical person on staff on, on site to shoot these things. Like, come on, man. Just ask the guy who does it for a living standing right there. Like when I did uh, the extra for Scream. You were an extra for Scream? I thought you were just Jurassic Park. Uh, no, I did a uh, extra. I, w- I went for a day for, for Scream, the TV series, because uh, it filmed in Baton Rouge. Oh. And I was playing one of the paramedics in the show. Um, I, I don't think you can actually even see me in the episode, but... Uh, it's towards the end of the series when it's like spoiler alert, some some dude dies on a tree or some shit like that, he gets his guts cut open. It's it's fucking it's it's MTV bullshit. So it you're probably not gonna watch it. But there's an ambulance that shows up, and that was the scene that I had filmed for originally. And they I forget what they had said that we were gonna do. And I, I looked at him and I said, Well, that's not how we do it in real life. And they're like, Yeah, but that's how we're gonna do it for the show. And well. Couldn't find out. I never got asked to come back. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Like, I wasn't going to do it wrong. Well, uh, the the one the, the one time I saw it, like, and it just annoyed the shit out of me. I was in theaters and I watched. I went to go see Godzilla, and the scene where spoiler alert coming up on that one. If you haven't seen that movie, that's like six years old now. Brian Cranston dies. And they're like, oh, my God, he's going into AFib. Quick, one milligram of Epi, stat, we're losing him. And I'm like, well, yeah, you just killed him giving him Epi for a patient that's in AFib right now. Like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) And and it wasn't even like you could see their mouths moving when they said this. Like, that could have been a quick just edit off screen. We're like, hey, man, we fucked up. That's not AFib, that's VFib. Like, just do a quick sound edit on that. Just V. That's all you got to do. It's the half a second V and they just fucked it up. And I hated the rest of the movie from that point on, just because it was like, y'all, you fucked up one letter. <laughs> it, it takes you out of the movie. It takes you out of the movie. So I, I'm glad that they, they went the extra mile. I mean, I don't know shit about sign language. And so I, I couldn't tell if they were wrong or if, if they were, but the fact that it, it just looks authentic when you go about it, in that in that way and you go the extra mile and make sure everything is how it would be in the real world it just feels authentic and it just adds like this extra little layer uh of production to to the episode and yeah so far they, they've been doing doing great with that yeah and i liked how they made sam i mean speaking personally now how they had sam was always drawing himself as like a superhero and everything like that after he had recovered from his leukemia and then you know my son recently had to go through that whole chemo regimen and we did a lot of the same stuff making him boosting him up like he was just this hard badass for beating whatever he just went through Uh uh-huh so i that that whole development of 
just just the little stuff that they really made Sam look like just a real life person. I didn't even think about you being you relating to that aspect of the episode more so than other people. I didn't even think about that. So yeah, that was that was something that kind of hit 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 home a little bit. Hit you a little the- bit, man. No, I understand, man. I understand. But yeah, overall, 10 out of 10. Uh, I'm excited to see where the series goes from here. I didn't see the preview for next week. Um, so I don't know exactly what they have entail, but I kind of have uh, it in my think, head. Uh, I think the preview had Tommy in it. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is the, if it's the part that I, I think it's going to happen, um, I, I detect you. The, the, before they meet Tommy is one of my favorite parts of the game. So that's all I'll say about that. It's one of my favorite parts, parts of the game. It was, it was I, a lot I will stand by for that, sir. And it's not, it's not in terms of, there's just utter chaos. It's just like, to, for me personally, it's, it's just one of the better story moments in the game. But guys, you let us know on our Discord or on our Facebook what you think about episode number five. Was it as good as we say it was, or was it just a shitty episode? You let us know. Patreon.com slash two game is how you get access to our discord. We would love if you come there and uh, support us. If not, thank you just for clicking on this episode. Nick will be gone for episode six, right? Most likely, unless we work some, some kind of voodoo magic. Yes. I'm going to be in Disney. Some form of slut magic. Right. Well, We'll, we'll try doing that. Which I don't. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to ruin you on your your vacation or take you away from your family. So, I'll be back Saturday. So the day before the episode seven drops. Ah, uh, okay. I got you. We'll play by ear. Yeah. Well, guys, we will catch y'all next week on another episode. Later's.